0: Hello, my little peppermint patties. I hope you're having the best week ever. Even though it's not the
1: outro, it's the intro. I still hope you're having the best week ever. Peppermint patties. Just a little foreshadow of what we're doing. But you've read the title. You kind of know what we're doing.
0: Or do you?
1: Yeah, I don't know what the title is yet. No more foreshadowing. I'm just going to spill the beans right here. We are traveling back in time, everyone. Unless you are at the age... Of 7 to 9 to about 13 to 14, maybe 12 to 14. I don't know. We are taking the TCAP test, but, but Tennessee not the official.
0: Comprehensive yeah. Achievement Program.
1: If you're of, of these ages you, and you're from Tennessee, which is probably a very small amount of people. Probably no nobody of that age is listening to us, but Who knows? but yes it's not called that anymore
0: though is it it's no it's called the tn ready assessment oh yeah
1: tcap is just it rolls off the tongue better you know but i'm sure every other state has some form of standardized testing it's not just a tennessee thing that we have to deal with if it was i'd be a little angry i won't lie um, but the TCAP, you know, the end of the year rolls around and all your teachers have been preparing you for this moment. All your subjects, all your homework, all these tests just leads to this one bigger test that tells you if you're smart or if you're just average. I don't know. And this is the most important event of the year. Yeah. I don't know what it does for you. I mean, it kind of puts you. Depending on where you went to school, if your reading levels were super low, you would have to do like certain reading groups in my middle school or elementary school. If um, I don't, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what happened if you just like were horrible at it. It was to obsessed
0: so where you were. Um, in the school year and what information had been retained and i believe it also affects school funding to some degree not this past year because we have legislation uh, Mm. called the hold harmless law uh, due to miss corona but all the kitties just finished testing like a week or two ago and we just want to see if we still got it if we still got the brain power Mm. if If the fact that we don't have our Cracker Barrel breakfast and our donut holes, is going to affect our scores negatively. Hmm. Um, And if the fact that we don't have our stretch routine.
1: Yeah. um, You know, when I was in elementary school specifically, I remember we all were required to get to school early um, to go to the gym. And we would all gather in the gym. And we would do all of our stretches. I remember this was the weirdest thing. So this was all throughout elementary school. So basically when you arrive at school, it's usually sometime before the bell rings. So you would go to the gym and you would sit with your class and you would sit on the cold floor in a line. And that was it. And so you did that during the TCAP week. But you did it uh with stretches involved. it was really fun when you said sitting on the floor in a line, we did the same thing at my school. Mm-hmm. the yeah. exact same thing. It was very weird, very organized I mean it was a I guess it was a great way of you know keeping kids together in one area, but yeah, we would do our stretches um and you would go in early to get your breakfast uh we did not have like special breakfast uh breakfast brought in it would just be um whatever the cafeteria whipped up for us
0: ours we had an everyday thing so we had a sign-up sheet and everyone would bring like these are the monday people bringing in food these are the tuesday people and i think friday our teacher would bring
1: something in so was it like when you're having a christmas party mm-hmm. and okay see we didn't do that they just i, I don't know it was just like any other I, I guess really it was like any other day eating breakfast at, at school which i never did anyways but you would just do it in the classroom. And then you would drink your juice. You would get your peppermints, which everyone was so excited about for some reason. Especially the spearmint ones. Those were the best ones ever. Mm-hmm. And then you would take your first portion of the test, and then you get a break. And then you get a little bag of pretzels, as if you were at the airport or something. Um, and you'd get some water or a juice. And they w- it would always come in a milk crate. And we would there would be an administrator who would walk around the hallways and they would have their big, like, um, cart rolling around, just crates full of snacks Memories. and juices. And they would just drop one off at the classroom and we would just all take one. And, yes, we were probably being underfed, but.
0: <laughs> I mean, we, they had to give us skinty. Uh I remember in, like, second grade specifically doing the stretches before taking the test. Um, I can't remember. I think we had, like, a TV or something, and, like, there was a video that the school had made, and she would play it, so it would be like, (gasps) we're going to do windmills with our arms, and we're going to touch our toes, and we're going to, like, take – everybody take a deep breath, one, two, three, and exhale, one, two, three. It was like that, and this is so drastically different from standardized testing in high school. Like, whenever we would take a break, everyone would be dead, and everyone would go to the hallway or the bathroom, and people would be like, so – What did you think about question number 17 on the ACT? The question about blah, 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 blah,
1: blah. And they would always tell you to be quiet during these times. And this was in high school. And, like, nobody was being quiet because we were all freaking out about something, even though we could not change it whatsoever. Because, like, when it was done, it was done. Yeah. Um, I actually knew somebody who tried to go back on a previous section, and they got kicked out of the ACT for it. And she was not happy about that. But in elementary school, so like the whole video thing, that reminded me. So we didn't have like videos about the stretches or whatever, but the week before the TCAP week, so I'm assuming the Friday before, we would all go to to the gym and we'd watch this big video. Uh, well, I meant to say like video on this big projector thing where some... I don't I think it was like a cartoon or like animation of some sorts where it's like, wake up at this certain time, do stretches at home, eat a hearty breakfast. These are the foods you should eat to keep your brain going. Go to school on time and, you know, keep yourself energized. And remember, study hard or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I th- we probably had like something similar because I'm
0: assuming this is like state issued or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not mean to hit the mic. I'm so sorry. My nose itched for a second. But I remember in eighth grade, specifically, taking the TCAP test. I think this was the last time I ever had to take it because high school, Mm -hmm. we did EOCs before ACTs, which Uh was a whole nother devil. But I remember my teacher was like, Taylor, why are you taking the test backwards? Because I never would take it like in order. I would have to go through and look at all the ones that I knew and do those first
1: and then go back to the stuff that I didn't know. Um, I also picked up that habit, not for TCAP, but for tests that I was really nervous about. Um, I remember in AP English, I would do tests backwards because the vocabulary was always on the back. And I was one of those kids who, like, memorized the definitions, like, lo- like not last minute, but I would, like, look over them. I would nit- memorize them a certain way, and then I would take the test, flip it over, and then just like match them match them as, like as I was remembering them and then once that was done then I could just like relax and go to the other stuff so yeah there was a lot of
0: practice involved for these it was a very stressful time but at the end of the day when we got to go to recess it was all worth it um but today we're going to be taking a look
1: at our four big categories i'm excited to see Where our knowledge stands from this time in our lives, Uh, have we retained any of this knowledge? Because this should be, like, common sense to us. Mm -hmm. Especially
0: given that this is a third grade practice test. uh, I would hope that we know it.
1: Yeah. And also, I should say, if I don't know anything, please nobody make fun of me, okay? I get really nervous about tests and sometimes I get overwhelmed. It's because she didn't have her peppermint beforehand. I did not have my peppermint beforehand. My brain is not working like it should. Here you go. Mm.
0: Y'all like that? I hope that that did something for somebody. Um. So <laughs> our big categories are reading slash language arts, mathematics, which we are allowed to use calculator on. We might, but we're going to try not to. Science and social studies we have the answer key at the bottom i think our plan what do we want to do like i think initially we said maybe 10 questions per but because i think
1: these are gonna be be,
0: easy we might be able to do more than that
1: yeah i think we should take maybe a little bit more time with the reading because we do probably have to read passages you know but who knows we might need more time on science and All the other. Could you imagine? Ooh, now I'm nervous about social studies. Girl, calm down. Okay, everybody do their (laughs) stretches. Everybody breathe. See, now I'm really okay. I'm not gonna get nervous because (laughs) I have Taylor by my side. This is a team effort. Don't be a worry rock. I won't be a worry rock. Speaking of worry rocks, because everybody knows what that is. Our first section: reading slash language arts. And the font, the, the border, the head, the headline with the me little back. picture. Oh my goodness. Just even how directions, the directions looks. Oh my goodness. So here are the directions, everybody. Read the passage, then answer answer numbers one through seven. Obviously doing a great start with the reading. We're going to do some popcorn reading because it's broken
0: up into like tiny little paragraphs. And I mm-hmm. will link this test in the description, if anybody else wants to see what we're looking at. Nobody cheat.
1: Please. Except for us, because we're different. Mm-hmm. All right. The Worry Rock. Rosa was spinning like a wheel, arms out and a huge grin on her face. When her mother came up the stairs, she laughed and asked, What are you doing, Rosa? Oh, are we not going to laugh with it? You want you want me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, Rosa's eyes grew wide. I was worried about Tomas being in the same <gasps> school this year. I just realized, though, that he won't be in my hallway. We won't eat lunch at the same time either, so he can't bother me.
1: And can I just say, I was not paying attention to that second paragraph already. This was my problem in <laughs> in school. I, was, I I think I just got distracted too easily. Mom looked at Rosa and handed her some clean laundry to put away. Someday you will understand why your little brother loves you so much, Mom said about Tomas. Someday you'll see that having a brother who admires you isn't such a bad thing. Oh, isn't such a bad thing. <laughs> this is gonna be like is this
0: your mom talking like about you and baby doll Uh, stop (laughs) (laughs) the first day of school mom asked rosa to walk tomas to his class it does say tomas y'all i'm not being dramatic she's Um, not (laughs) it does say tomas rosa pleaded and begged not to do it she did not want to be seen with kindergarten kids Dang, what a snob. She wanted to be with her friends. Mom told Rosa that she
1: didn't have to help her brother, but Rosa could tell her mother was disappointed. On the second day of school, Rosa was looking for Japan on a map when there was a knock at the door. Her teacher, Mr. Martin, answered it. Rosa could see the kindergarten teacher at the door. She looked a little worried. Mr. Martin called out, Rosa, could you please go with Miss Williams? Drama! Rosa felt a little tickle (laughs) Rosa felt a little tickle in her tummy. She gathered her jacket and her bag before meeting Miss Williams in the hall. Although the teacher was smiling, she looked concerned. Sorry to pull you out of class, Rosa, but Tomas is having a bad day. I thought you could help. Imagine being pulled out of class because your little brother's a crybaby.
0: Okay. Rosa wondered what kind of trouble Tomas might be in. Did he let the class hamster loose? Was he painting his clothes with red paint? Maybe he was hiding in the coat closet and wouldn't come out. Why is everything an exclamation point? Uh, that's that's going to be one of the questions. Keep an eye out. Rosa took a deep breath as she followed Mrs. Williams to the
1: kindergarten hall. Rosa and Miss Williams arrived at the kindergarten classroom. Rosa saw Tomas with his head down on his little desk. His shoulders were shaking and she could tell that he was crying. Her heart melted. She walked quickly to him and knelt down. What's wrong, Tomas? She asked tomas looked up at his sister his cheeks were
0: streaked with tears he threw his arms around her neck mom he cried (laughs) squeezing her tightly she thinks i'm a big boy now that reminds me of me
1: crying whenever my mom would drop me off at daycare (laughs) rosa smiled as she tightly hugged her brother she suddenly remembered how she felt when she started kindergarten rosa had carried a small worry rock in her pocket when she became afraid, worried, or nervous, she simply rubbed the smooth little stone between her thumb and fingers. It always calmed her fears. She still carried the rock in her bag. So she's a crystal, a crystal queen. queen. Yeah. yeah. She got some rose quartz in the club. All right. Cool.
0: Rosa dug out her worry rock and placed it in Thomas's hand. This is for you, she said. Whenever I am worried, I rub this rock and I feel better. Why don't you try it? I'm going to go back to class. But remember, I'm not far away.
1: As Rosa walked back to her classroom, she was really happy. First, she was glad she had the worry walk with her. Secondly, she was glad she had been able to help Tomas adjust to school. Okay, savior. And just to make sure he did, she would walk him to class every day. Oh my god. Brother and sister Uh, goals. mm.
0: How, How old was Rosa, did it say? Oh, God.
1: What if this is one of the questions? It doesn't. I don't think it says. I don't okay. think it does. Okay. Okay, number one. Read these sentences from paragraph four.
0: The first day of school, mom asked Rosa to walk Tomas to his class. Rosa pleaded and begged not to do it. She did not want to be seen with kindergarten kids. She wanted to be with her friends. The word pleaded means that Rosa, A, wanted something important, B, Thought about something quietly. C asked for something with feeling, or D said something mean to her mother. I think it's
1: C. How could I choose? I think she's really quiet about it. I think she was being mean to her mom. Mm. She was asking something with feeling. Now ask with feeling. I'm gonna write down C. Hopefully, we're right, you guys. What do you okay. think? <laughs> in this we're being timed everybody we need to hurry to choose the main reason miss williams thinks rosa will be helpful oh i'm sorry i oh, didn't know how I... we were doing this okay i didn't either i'm gonna be honest <laughs> i can you know what i'll read it and we can just alternate like that f remember we don't do abc all over again guys we mm-hmm. do F. f Rosa will be able to call her mother. G. Rosa may be able to calm may be able to calm Tomas. H. Rosa knows other kindergarten students. J. Rosa walks Tomas to class. <sighs> I don't know, guys. I'm thinking G though. Me too. I almost said B.
0: Thank you for correcting me. I would have had my scan <laughs> all messed up. number three why is mom disappointed with rosa at the beginning of the passage oh my god it's been so long since i've heard the word passage okay uh a rosa is growing up too fast she's getting a little fast she's being a little frisky b rosa does not want to help her brother c rosa is not doing her chores around the house or d rosa
1: still carries the worry rock ah, a crystal um, shamer Yeah. imagine shaming your child for having something that helps with her anxiety mom clearly does not advocate for mental illness
0: and in our month of mental health awareness by the time this goes up it won't be mental health awareness month anymore but still
1: mm. i don't think rosa wanted to help her brother i know I think that's she said i'm embarrassed of that little boy number four when does rosa begin to understand tomas is having a bad day f after she gives him a hug and talks with him g once she sees him slumped over and crying h before his teacher comes to get her from class j when her mother asks her to walk him to school i mean they're trying to trip us up on this one because technically Mm -hmm. it could be f or g but i think it's g i think it's g as well Definitely not H or J because of the timeline, everything like that.
0: But she does have them crystals, so maybe she can see into like the future and the past. We don't know. She was keeping that to herself. So that's gay. so Raven. More like that's so Rosa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is it my turn
1: to read? It is. <laughs> <laughs> this test is making me black out. I swear. Okay. I swear. Every question that goes by, I'm like, okay, Katie, it's okay. These are simple questions. <laughs>
0: number five at the end of the passage why does rosa change her mind about tomas a her teacher allows her to go see tomas in his class there's too much spit in my mouth to read i'm sorry um b she realizes how upset her mother will be with her c she remembers how she felt as a kindergarten student or d her mother tells her how much tomas loves her
1: i mean the story actually said thank you she remembers how she felt as a kindergarten student. hmm She knows. She said, you know what? I can actually relate in this moment. hmm Number six. What is the most likely reason the author wrote The Worry Rock? Girl, I hated these questions because I'm like, I cannot read their mind. Do you remember, I do not... like,
0: the chart where it was, like,
1: persuade, entertain, or mm-hmm. inform? It was the pie chart. Yep. F. To explain why kindergarten is sometimes scary. G, to show how brothers and sisters get along. H, to tell about family members who help each other. J, to teach how a plain rock can be useful. I think it's J. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, mean,
0: H? I would say H as well. Yeah. Which is um I how family mem- members help each other. Mm-hmm all right seven rosa hopes that the rock in her pocket will help tomas a keep out of trouble b stay away from her at school that's so rude okay c think about his mother while at school or d feel more comfortable while at school i think it's d i think so too but later on it could also be a it could be a sequel called the calm down rock
1: i know at first i was like why is he crying what did he do oh my goodness a sequel. I need the Worry rock part two. Who writes these? That's what I want to know. I want that to be my job. I want that job too. You know, this seems pretty easy, I gotta say. All right. Next part. Directions. Read the paragraph then answer numbers eight through 11. A new school. Do you want to just do it sentence by sentence? Oh, of course.
0: Time? Do you want me to start or do you want to Sure. Start?
1: You can start.
0: Jimmy slowly walked into his new class. He missed his old school and all his friends. The teacher showed Jimmy where to sit. He handed her his stuff for class. Jimmy's older sister had class just down the hall.
1: The boy next to him showed Jimmy the picture of a car he was drawing. Jimmy grinned and pulled out his own drawing pad. Dang, is one of the questions gonna be is a did a robot or a person <laughs> write this? this is like
0: a really bad fanfic like really really bad okay no offense to the author of a new school
1: (laughs) number eight read the sentence from the paragraph he handed her his stuff for class choose the most specific word to replace stuff in the sense above f things g supplies h items or j belongings this is a tough one okay it's not things because I feel like that's still pretty general. That's too similar. I want to say supplies. I was going to say supplies as well. Because I feel like belongings is still pretty general. Because, like, belongings, you could have supplies or, like, personal items.
0: Mm-hmm. And belongings, I feel like the teacher wouldn't be giving that to him. Like, he would already have them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dang, these things are some challenging questions for these third graders. Oof. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Okay, uh, which supporting sentence best fits at the end of the paragraph? They always said "Pay attention to that underline word." A. Maybe the school year would be good after all. Oh, I need to go back to the <laughs> to the passage. Um, Jimmy wondered when the school bell would ring for lunch. Jimmy liked to play soccer on the playground at recess. I'm not reading the letters with these. D, maybe he knew how to do all the math problems on the board. It's not math problems.
1: Yeah, and it's not soccer. It's because he was talking about drawing. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be A
0: yeah um maybe this school year would be good after all because he said he missed his friends and then he like starts getting buddy buddy with the drawing boy yeah
1: yeah he was talking about that and he was talking about how his older sister's down the hall which if we learn from the previous story this is always a good thing to have mm-hmm. so i think it's a as well now if you're an only child like me you better just suck it up sweetheart Mm-hmm. 10 which sentence is not i repeat not needed and should be removed from the paragraph f jimmy slowly walked into his new class g he missed his old school and all his friends h the teacher showed jimmy where to sit j jimmy's older sister had class just down the hall i think it's j i know we just said the importance
0: of siblings
1: yeah because he was talking about like his friends and all that So, and if you took out the teacher, showed Jimmy where to sit, then it kind of wouldn't make sense why the next sentence was like, she showed, like, she handed him his supplies or stuff. So, yeah, I think it's J. Oh my gosh, this is my favorite
0: part. What would be another good title for this paragraph? I think they should let you write your own in: A, Jimmy's first day, B, how to draw cars see old schools are better or (laughs) jimmy has an adventure obviously jimmy's first day day. i think it should be old schools are better though
1: i don't know i feel like i've learned how to draw a car in this story i think like
0: just hearing the description of it guided my hand on the paper
1: Mm -hmm. so do you want to do another reading session or do you want to move on to the next section
0: um I think we should move on to the next section because we're not going to end up on a nice even number, but we will grade ourselves at the end.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. Where is the next? I'm still in reading. I think I'm in math. I'm in math, y'all. All right. Do not go back. It's page 47. Okay. Wow. I am not there. Oh my goodness. Do not mark on this page. Do not mark on this page. Oh girl, not the not the squares. Girl, yes, the cubes. Okay, mathematics, everybody. Part one. Question one. What numbers represent by this model that you guys cannot see and I do not even know how to explain? I'll explain it to you, babies. We have a big chunky juicy
0: uh Rubik's Cube that I'm gonna assume, based on our answer choices, represents a <laughs> thousand. And then we have three ten square sticks and then one two three four five six seven
1: eight eight singular squares are you sh- so you're sure it's 10 because i i can't count it's I, I do small. remember this it's 10 okay so a thousand and then we have 10 and then we have eight so i would assume it's a thousand and thirty-eight. i would agree which is oh so I am so sorry, but the answer choices were A, 1,038, B, 1,308, C, 1,380, and then D, 1,830. And we think it's A.
0: I hope that I'm right, you guys number two nancy bought a package of gum that cost 63 cents what year is she living in where gum is 63 cents uh she paid with seven dimes also known as 70 cents how much change should nancy have received three cents seven cents 13 cents or 17 cents so 70 minus 63 is seven. seven so g is our answer I did almost
1: say eight, you guys, and that's not a choice. It's, a, it's okay. Number three. Oh, a lot of the t- fractions. T- on Tuesday, Miss Garcia saw that two eighths of the sho- of the shoes her students were wearing were shoes with laces. Which picture represents the fraction of the shoes that were shoes with laces? I, you know, I think there's a better way to explain this instead of keep repeating shoes over and over. Mm-hmm.
0: So I think the first step to this as a math woman myself, would be to reduce two-eighths to one-fourth. Yay!
1: Yay! So we have our converse and our mm flip-flops. So I'm going to read the answer choices out loud and describe them. So A, we have six shoes with laces and two that are flip-flops. I'm just going to say tennis shoes, to be honest, uh, to keep it simple. Uh, B, one tennis shoe and one flip-flop. C two tennis shoes and four flip flops, and D two tennis shoes and six flip flops. The answer choice is D. Um, I didn't even look at the. I i haven't been paying. I'm my, my brain's foggy.
0: It's D because uh, that's one fourth.
1: Because, oh okay.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm, uh, because choice B would be half, and choice C would be one third. Yeah. We're smart.
1: I think you're smart. <laughs> i'm just kind of um i would see your turn sorry
0: oh my gosh i didn't know it's fine
1: (laughs) didn't mean to step on
0: your tennis shoes didn't mean to step on my converse or my old navy flip flops uh which number sentence shows the commutative property of multiplication girl i do not remember this sis okay like i remember that word but i don't remember what it means we have f equals twelve times zero equals zero. Okay, isn't one the identity property?
1: Of uh, uh, so, if it's so, if there's one that's the identity property, then that would be g. What I don't know.
0: I think the identity property or identity of whatever is like if it's times one because like anything uh, times one is that number. I could be wrong on this, but I think that's I thought right. it was
1: like the same thing because like. G is 12 times 9 equals 9 times 12, which is, like, basically the same thing. It is the same
0: thing. I mean, what you could be right. Girl, I have no idea. I don't know. Girl, I don't
1: it. know either. You're probably right.
0: I don't know. Um, Because I know, like, I think one of them was called the zero property. Because any time zero is zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12 times 9 equals 9 times 12. 108. Oh, my God. I can't read. 108 equals, in parentheses, parenthetical, uh, 9 times 10 plus 18. Or... I'm not reading that again. 10 times 2 times 9 equals 10 times 2 times 9. Okay, commutative. I don't think it's
1: F because I feel like that's too easy. Yeah, and I I do not know. I do not remember the commutative property. I don't know any of the properties. I don't either. So I don't think it's J
0: because, okay, 10 times 2 is 20 and 20 times 9. I don't know what that is, but it's a big number. And then 2 times 9 is 18 times 10 would be 180. And those are not the same, I don't think.
1: Or no, they're not. They they, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't be because. Are you still talking? You still talking about Jay? I'm t- yeah. <laughs> oh, There's so many. So they wouldn't be because when you put things in parentheses, you know, everybody remember, you know, PEMDAS or whatever that mm-hmm. that was called. So it would be ten times twenty times nine, which is one hundred and eighty, and then you do two times 9, 18 t- times ten. I, I can't think of that. Let's
0: just pick G yeah i think it's g because i honestly don't like i remember learning about that but i don't remember what it is yeah all the third graders are out there
1: like y'all are dumb dumb um number five which polygon must have all sides of equal length that form right angles a hexagon b octagon c triangle d square well we know it's not triangle well, isn't it, I mean, D, it's it's square. square. I thought I seriously was like, ooh, geometry, girl. <laughs> it's square. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to read about Angie's spring garden. Okay. Angie is planning the spring garden shown below. So there's a square that we just learned about with our right angles. Um, a big chunk of it is carrots, and then two smaller chunks are peas and tomatoes, respectively. Based on her plan, which fraction best represents the part of her garden that will be planted with carrots? Half.
1: It's half of the square. Oh, yeah. And that's choice G. Yeah, the other choices were a third, two-thirds, and three-thirds, which is one. So, G. Oh, great. Uh, The graph below shows the favorite sport of each... Of each of 160 people. So we have uh, the sport. So we have sports as the um, vertical. I don't know. The y-axis. Axis. Yeah. So running is 30. Baseball is 40. Swimming is 20. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to read. I can't read it either. So uh, it's fine. Fo- <laughs> football is 45. Karate is 25. And this is the number of people. According to the graph, how many more people chose baseball than karate as their favorite sport? So, we got to do some simple subtraction. Mm-hmm. So, baseball is
0: 40 and karate is 25. So, 40 minus 25 is 15.
1: Yeah, I, I couldn't do that. My, I, I'm really bad at doing math in my head. Our choices are 15, 20, <laughs> 25, and 65. We have A, 15. How did I ever get... a a good score on the math act i don't
0: know oh i'm sorry i I got (laughs) like seeing that chart made me have a heart attack yeah (laughs) okay question number eight the line plot below shows the test scores of the students in miss samir's class that's an unusual last name but okay um so it's a line graph with a bunch of x's and grades i'm not going to read all of them but whatever um each x represents one student Mm -hmm. So how many students received a score of 97 or higher on this test? So we have to look at 97. There's two on there. One, two. 98, Mm -hmm. four. So that's six. 99, four. So that's 10. And 100 is two. So 12. G. G for 12. Just out of curiosity, how many reading questions
1: did we do? We did 11. So should we do 11 math? I think we should. Uh, number nine, Judy plays two soccer games and three tennis matches each week. Okay, Judy. Um, are you okay? <laughs> which number sentence could be used to find the number of tennis matches Judy plays in eight weeks? Judy is Kendall Jenner. So we need to do three times eight, which is C. Okay. I think that's the right answer, right?
0: I have to read it again. Um, okay. my dyslexia just jumped out which <laughs> number sentence could be the number of tennis matches yeah three three times eight yeah it would be c
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're smart yeah Ooh. number 10 edward cullen arranged some cherries into groups <laughs> as shown below so there are four circles with three cherries in each um cuckoo <laughs> which expression represents the total number of cherries arranged so there's uh Three, six, nine, twelve. There's twelve cherries.
1: We're just looking for the expression, so it's four Mm -hmm. times three. You're right. You're correct. Girl, when it comes to that multiplication, I don't know what it is. My brain just starts working again. Number eleven. The table below shows the number of each type of flower Marie ordered for her flower shop for one week. So we have a chart, there's flowers, we have a lily, we have lilies, roses, daisies, and carnations, and then, uh, respectively, the number ordered is 60, 40, 80, and 90. So, based on the table, which is the best prediction of the number of roses Marie will order for two weeks? So, so 40 like, oh. times 2. hmm 80. So 80. Choice B. So we, we can do math. I, I will say, if I had to do this type of multiplication in third grade... Uh, my brain would be melting. <laughs> Girl, you know that bottom
0: space would be all my pencil markings with me trying to write out the question. It's funny,
1: though, that they said we could use a calculator. We haven't had to use one calculator.
0: Because we're built
1: one. different. Now, so the that, cumul- communicative or whatever. That might be, uh, that's a definition. We don't know how to do definitions around here. Uh-uh. Um. So that was our 11th question. So time to move on to our next question. Our next section. I have the page. Our next section is science on
0: page 91. 91. Wow, there's a lot of
1: mathematics.
0: They said, we're going to torture our students. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous.
1: Nervous. I'm so nervous for science. Question one. A mother bird most helps her young birds to survive by bringing the babies A, feathers, B, oxygen, Wow, could you imagine? Imagine having to give your child oxygen, just like <laughs> uh, C shade and D food. That mother bird is always shading those children, saying, "Girl, y'all are some ugly babies." She said, "Sunscreen and
0: sun protection is most important, but it's clearly food." Food, because
1: why would you bring your bird's feathers? I don't know.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for question number two. Which invention helps people use heat energy to cook food quickly? So we have our KitchenAid standing mixer. Um, we have our Black & Decker microwave. Our Vitamix juicer. Or
1: our um, Cuisinart food processor. Can I just say, this is the most like 2021 test that I've ever seen because... When I was in third grade, I didn't know what a food processor or a juicer was. I I didn't know these things. Imagine
0: if they put air fryer on here. That would be a real tricky one. Are you going to pick microwave or air fryer? Oh,
1: who knows? But I think it's microwave. Me too. Wow, these are easy. I keep expecting like ACT level questions. Maybe that's a different podcast. Can we do the ACT? (laughs) Now that's embarrassing. Okay, number three. The landform below was formed by water erosion over many years. And there is a picture of a landform that was formed by water erosion over many years. I think it's the Grand Canyon. (laughs) Which landform is pictured? A, a uh, peninsula. Wow. B, a canyon. C, an island. Or D, a volcano. If Harry uh, prepared me for anything,
0: it's this one. Uh, Time under the canyon moon. It's a canyon. It's, a canyon. <laughs> it's B. Because, like, isn't Florida a peninsula or, like, a panhandle? Mm-hmm. And then an island would be, like, Hawaii.
1: Mm-hmm. And we all know what a volcano is. Yeah. So, and this is how I did and sometimes. Process of elimination. Mm-hmm. If you could get it down to 50-50, you were eating it up. Oh, my gosh. I remember these little symbols. Oh my goodness, I
0: remember these. Alright, Jose is describing an object in science class. He describes the object as small, round, and finds that it will sink in water. Which object is Jose describing? We have pictures and words. Alright, so number one, we have our lucky horseshoe magnet. Number two, aka G, we have our marble. But not a marble countertop, baby. Uh Uh-uh. Our marble that you would play with on the playground, but nobody did that because we didn't grow up in that era. (laughs) h an eraser for all those mistakes or j a cork for the wine that mommy had when she was teaching me
1: how to do the math homework because it's fun to be a mom and drink wine Mm -hmm. um i think it's a marble to be honest i don't know if you agree with
0: me it's small and it's round now i know someone could argue that the cork is round because it does have round edges it is a cylinder
1: but a cork would float, and we all know that. Yeah. Number five, two students want to push a heavy table across the room, and then we have a little uh, a little picture of two students, uh, wanting to push a table, but they're on opposite ends. Like there's one wanting to push it one way and another another way. Both students will push the table at the same time with the exact same force. Which diagram below shows how the table will most likely move? Oh, okay. So A. It's gonna to move to the right. B, it's gonna move down. Uh, C, it will move diagonally to the bottom right. And then D, it will move diagonally to the upper
0: left. So the girl is pushing on the left side and the boy is put, or I, I don't know actually. Let me not assume. The student number two is pushing on the left and student number one is pushing down. It's gonna go NBC. C. It's going to go down right. I don't know who raised these kids to push a desk like that. Yeah, come on. Just communication, guys. Teamwork makes the dream work. Stream it on Mm -hmm. Apple and Anchor. (coughs) Which of these actions will conserve water? Oh, this is my category right here. Okay. Okay, Miss Environmentalism. F, washing a car every day. I'm sure that that will really save the planet. G, watering a lawn during the day as opposed to doing it at night. I know. (laughs) What my family does too much washing small loads of clothes or J, watering houseplants with rainwater. My grandma does do this, and
1: it is the correct answer J. J. Knowing third grade mead, I would have not known conserve means because I was bad at vocabulary. Seven. A student wants to know what types of clouds are in the sky during different types of weather. Which investigation should the student complete to answer the question? A. Observe the clouds in the sky during rainy, sunny, and snowy weather. B. Observe the clouds in the sky during three days of sunny weather. C. Observe the clouds in the sky during a rainstorm. Or D. Observe the clouds in the sky during two days of snowy weather. Now, I love these types of questions. Because this is like the whole, uh, like... Select experiment. the ones that's different. It's the whole experiment process. And obviously it would be A because you get the most type of results from it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get the most type of results from the other ones because you're just doing the same thing. So it's obviously A.
0: Number eight. A student examines a chart about a desert. We have a little desert picture um, and some desert facts. Ooh. Based on the facts in the chart, desert plants would most likely compete for F, light, g water h space or j minerals so we don't know anything about no minerals space they're all pretty far out Mm -hmm. they're all pretty far out water limited or f light Baby, that sun is beaming right down on them it's obviously water water because they don't get a lot of water Mm -mm, less
1: than 10 inches of rain per year Mm -hmm. that you know they're just like people up black friday getting their tvs they're competing they really are number nine a student sweeps up dirt with small pieces of leaves okay i don't know why you're doing that but okay what is the best way to remove all of the leaves from the dirt a filter the mixture through a screen b run a magnet through the mixture c stir the mixture with a spoon or d add water to the mixture it's the screen Hmm. i just think it's interesting because i i don't think i would have learned something like this in third grade oh
0: i remember this it was um it was mixtures and solutions
1: oh you know you're right you're right okay
0: what is at the center of our solar system oh my god the moon a satellite the sun a star h the earth in which we live on at this moment But if we don't take care of her, we won't. Or J, Jupiter, Miss Big Red Spot herself. Ooh, the sun. Which is G. The light of my life, the fire of my loins. And that's Mm -hmm. on Lana Del Rey.
1: Number 11. Bricks are often used to build houses. There's a picture of a brick. Which of these is a physical property of the brick? A, the brick is hard. B, the brick is rusty. C, the brick is pretty or d the brick is useful pretty <laughs> <laughs> it's just so gorgeous you know if you paint it pink and everything um we don't know if it's rusty we don't know and i don't think that bricks can get rusty because it's not metal i don't know and it's not useful although it could be useful but it's not a physical property so, so th- it's hard yeah it is hard but it's also pretty It is beautiful. She's gorgeous. It's very symmetrical. So we finished that section. Time to move on to social studies. Oh my God. This is the one that I'm actually kind of nervous about. All right. What page? It is on page 143. Taylor is ahead of the game, everybody. She is ready to get to the social sites. It's her favorite section of all time. It's the one that gets my heart beating real fast. Here's the thing. I don't remember what we learned in social studies in third grade, so I have no idea what they're going to ask.
0: I don't even remember learning social studies. I remember in eighth grade, we actually had history-related questions that you had to know.
1: Like, did you learn—what presidents did you learn about? Obviously, you would have known about George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, but did you learn about, like, JFK? Doubt it. I don't think they would have taught us, like, You never know. But I could be
0: wrong. We learned our Tennessee presidents, of course. Yeah, we did, because all we
1: cared about was ourselves. Jackson, Johnson, and Polk. Uh. Mm -hmm. So, social studies, part one. I don't know why I keep saying part one, because it's not like we're doing a part two. But, um, number one, which behavior is the best action of a good citizen? A, voting in every election. B, shopping at a supermarket. C, lending money to every friend. Or D, playing in the street somebody needs to talk to the kids in this neighborhood about playing in the street because it's clearly not that choice they're not being a good citizen um i would assume it's a voting in every election because while lending money to every friend maybe it's not beneficial to you like maybe you should start thinking about <laughs> not doing that so much but maybe it's shopping at a supermarket to support the economy Ooh, see that's that's how our minds are we're just thinking you know Think about all these things, but I think it's A. I would agree. Yeah. Go
0: democracy. <laughs> Woo. Two. Which sentence describes a future event? F. Pocahontas helped John Smith. I don't know about that one, y'all. G. Ronald Reagan was elected in 1980. H. The first Thanksgiving was in 1620. Or J. NASA will send people to Mars. Or H. Taylor will meet Harry. I think it's J. Me too, because I use the word will, and the rest of mm-hmm. them are in past tense. Yeah, see, so you gotta use your English skills. Mm-hmm. You gotta be this. paying
1: attention, right? Number three, and there's a there's a map of the world. On the map above, which continent is labeled with the star? Um, I'm just going to say it's Africa. <laughs> it is.
0: And to that girl in my class that said Africa was a country, mm. now's the
1: time to clarify that it is a continent. Yeah. Uh, the other options were, by the way, South America, Australia, and North America. Do you remember the um, acronym thing? I remember there was an acronym, but I don't remember what it was. North
0: America married South America, and they honeymooned in Europe, and they had four daughters. Antarctica, Australia, Africa, and Asia.
1: Well, I do not remember that one.
0: (laughs) That is very interesting. You're welcome, everybody. Uh, Oh, it's your turn. Sorry. Which picture shows a natural resource? A big old pickup truck is a natural resource right here in the south. F for Ford, baby. G, a hammer that someone's father figure asked them to be passed to them. In the garage, there was probably some yelling and some snappy tones. <laughs> H, a clock that many people can't read. Or J, a pretty little flower that would probably be the desktop image on an old Mac computer. I'm going to say it's J, the pretty little flower. Me too. But I think Ford truck would also be accepted. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: Number five. Um, so there's a... Four pictures of some shelters. Um, How are the shelters above alike? A, all are made of materials found in nature. B, all have an upstairs level to study the stars. C, all provide protection from heat. Or D, all are easily moved to another location. Do you have a picture in the fourth box? Because I just have, like, a line. Um... I do, I don't know how to describe it though, but I will say it's definitely a, all are made of materials found in nature. I literally have a line that looks like this. Huh. Well, it's like a, um, I honestly don't even know how to describe it. It's like, I don't know. How bizarre. I feel cheated. I mean, I think they're all materials found in nature. Because the first one's an igloo.
0: Yeah. The
1: second one's a teepee. And the third one's like a hut. I don't know what you would call the fourth one. I really don't. I mean, I can't see it, so. It, it looks like it's a mountain as the roof. And then, like, straw base? I don't know.
0: But could it be they provide protection from the heat?
1: Uh, maybe. Because, like, like, shade? The, the, I guess. Yeah. I'm still gonna stick with A. Something about the. I. Okay, so I don't say the heat because, like, with an igloo, wouldn't it melt if it was in heat? Well, I guess it's materials found in nature. I'll trust it because I can't see the last picture. See, the thing is with the last picture, I can't even tell what it is. I'll, I'm gonna send you the last picture later because. Because I'm like, I'm looking at nothing. Okay
0: they're giving me all the sustainability questions thank god okay number six which of these actions adds to global warming f riding a bike to school g using a solar heater to make hot water h burning coal to make electricity or j using windmills to make electricity it's h burning coal because it is a non-renewable resource definitely riding a bike to school I mean, imagine, like, riding it back to university. I couldn't do that because it would take me days to get there. Uh, Probably weeks. Mm.
1: Okay, number seven. So there's this little, like, description. The black-tailed jackrabbit lives in an area that gets a little rainfall each year. This rocky land is mostly hot and dry. In which type of ecosystem does the black-tailed jackrabbit live? A, polar regions. B, oceanic islands. C, wetlands uh wetlands wetlands (laughs) whatever you say or a d a desert i think it's dessert i think it is dessert as well you know a nice rocky road ice cream
0: you don't think it lives in the oceanic islands
1: hmm you know with that little rainfall each year i don't i don't know these are my favorite questions, the ones with the maps.
0: Ooh. Okay, which word best completes the title of this map? So, the map is called Blank of Cityville. Um, our choices are F stores, G farms, H schools, or J industries. And we have a lake, a railroad, a cotton mill, honey factory, okay, a television station, or a water plant. I think it's industries. Me too. I mean, I love going to honey factory school.
1: Industries of... Uh, directions. Ooh, there's directions on these. Use the timeline below and what you know. What you So we got to use our knowledge mm-hmm. uh, to do numbers 9 through 11. So we have a timeline of what Benjamin Franklin did. Um, so in 1731, uh, he start, uh, started the first library in America where people can borrow books. 1736, he organized the first volunteer fire department in America. 1752 invented the lightning rod. 1753 sets up a city mail delivery system. And 1776 signs the Declaration of Independence. Uh, based on the above timeline, in what year did Benjamin Franklin sign the Declaration of Independence? Um, okay. Well, thank you for giving us the answer. It is D. And also, I think we would have known that without it. 1776. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the answer? That Like, shouldn't you just, I don't know. But you're in third grade. You don't know. Yeah, but, like, what's it going to do to, like... I guess it's, like, do you know how to read a timeline?
0: Yeah. Do you know how to read? (laughs) Benjamin Franklin invented bifocal glasses in 1780. Where would this event be placed on the timeline? F. Before starting the first library. Oh, they're asking us to reference the past, all right? After signing the Declaration of Independence, H. Between inventing the lightning rod and setting up a mail delivery system. Or J. Between starting the first library and organizing the first volunteer fire department. It's 1780, so that's
1: after signing the Mm -hmm. Declaration of Independence. G. Benjamin was doing it all. Mm -hmm. Number 11. Based on the timeline, which of these did Benjamin Franklin do first? A. Start a library. B. Invent the lightning rod. C. Set up a city mail delivery system. Or D. Organize a volunteer fire department. It is start a library mm-hmm. thank you benjamin
0: we appreciate it i'm at the library at ev- the light every single day
1: so that is 11 questions for social studies so we've answered 44 questions you guys yeah it's a lot our brains have been working hard so should we review and see what we got right i think we should so let's get to our answer keys everybody that nobody has it's on in- page 192 She has all the pages. Ooh. Okay, so reading and language arts. Everybody, get your pens out, your grading pens. Put checked by Katie at the top. (laughs) So one, we put C. So we got that right. Two is G. Uh, Three is B. Four is G. Uh, Five is c i just started looking at ours as if we were just right (laughs) six is h seven is d eight is g nine is a ten is j
0: and eleven is a so everybody put your score
1: at the top of the page what did we get we got 11 out of 11. We, we got a 100. 100. I'm going to put a little smiley face uh, in the O's. Because oh, my God. Little... Yay. <laughs> All right. Mathematics, everybody.
0: Now, we did have one question on here that we were a little scared about. So we'll
1: <laughs> see. Uh, number one is A. I'm already scared. Okay. Two is G. Three is D.
0: Four is G. Five is D. Six
1: is G. Seven is A. Eight is G. Why are they all G? <laughs> this is how kids G. I mean, come on. Uh, nine is C. Ten is once again G. And 11 is B. Taylor, we got a 100 again. We got it right.
0: Even with our communicative question. Oh, my God. Well, now we know. I feel like I need to review those, because I do not remember that. Like, I remember learning it, but I don't remember what it means. Oh, no.
1: All right, science. Uh, one is D. One Direction. Mm-hmm. Two is H, Harry Styles.
0: Three is B. Four is G, Geronimo. Five is C. Six is J, J. Jelly beans. Seven is
1: A. Eight is G. Giggly wiggly. Nine is A. Ten is G. Gugaga. Eleven is A. Ah. Uh-huh. Once again. Straight across the board. One hundred. We're gonna get accused of cheating because our scores are so good. Yeah. We're gonna get the high score in the. We're school. gonna get to go to like the pizza party or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, social studies, our last section. Can we do it, guys? One is A. Two is J. Three is A. Four is J. Five is A. Six is H. Seven is D. Eight is J. Nine is D. 10 is G. And 11 is A. Ladies and gentlemen, we are as smart as third graders.
0: We're on that third grade level, honey. There were two little questions
1: that may have tripped us up, but they didn't hold us back. 100 across the board. Guys, I think this is an all-time record. Has any Has any third grader gotten a 100 on every single section? I mean, yeah. to be fair, we didn't do every single question of every single section, but we did the we did the preview. We did the free trial.
0: hmm There were 69 wow. questions ex- for every single one except
1: for reading and language arts, which had 75. Why didn't they just do 70? Is it like... They wanted to be different. They did. They wanted to use that number 69 just indiscreetly. They said they the really kids did. are too young to understand this. Mm-hmm. It's like in Spongebob when they put in jokes that we'll never understand, but we understand as an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this just proves that we're the smartest people on Earth. I think we're borderline God's gift. Honestly. And I think we should teach third grade now.
0: I mean, third grade was one of my favorite grades of elementary school. I'm not going to lie. It was the year we got to go to the Adventure Science Center. Um and just for you guys, I will link our elementary school podcast
1: of all of our little memories. Yeah. Before we move on to other podcasts, other episodes, I think we should move on to a quizy whizzy. To the most important quiz of the day. Oh, yeah, definitely. We are taking a quiz called... Now, this is a long one, everybody. Stay with me. Not to brag, but we know a secret from your past. All you have to do is spend a day in middle school in 2010 to reveal it. It's like entering a time machine. By Hannah Dobregas. Dobra That's how I was going to read it. Uh, a BuzzFeed staff member. Thank you, Hannah, and I apologize if I mispronounce your last name. <laughs> First question, what are you wearing to school?
0: Leggings, Ugg boots, and a hoodie. Oh, that's one option, everyone. Um, I don't see the hoodie, though. Uh, Capris, a patterned shirt, and sketchers. We love to see it. Basketball shorts, a t-shirt, and sneakers for all you athletic girlies. Uh, jeans, a flannel, and colorful converse for Katie during her uh, Five Seconds of Summer era. Uh, that
1: was high school... Please. Um, I, you know, I'll admit, I was basic. I was basic. Um, I would have worn, I wouldn't have worn leggings because my mother wouldn't have allowed that. She was very against me wearing leggings as pants because she thought they were too see-through. And, you know, she was probably right. Um, But I did wear Ugg boots a lot. And I guess I wore hoodies a lot. I don't know. Hoodie is a pretty basic apparel.
0: Uh, middle school I went to a, a dress code school for all of that period of time so I didn't really have a wardrobe outside of my polo and my khakis but on the rare occasion that I did not wear that I probably would have been a capris and patterned shirt girl um,
1: definitely never owned Skechers though but you know I think I owned Skechers, but it was elementary school and they light up and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Pick your favorite subject. Katie's favorite subject:
0: science. Both of our favorite subject, honestly. Yes, obviously. Uh, math, where my skills really shine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> English or history. Um. Obviously, I have to pick English. It would. I would be concerned if I didn't. English was my backup major, everyone.
0: So, had I not gone the. Ju- gone? Maybe English
1: isn't for me, actually. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe it's a good thing it was your backup major.
0: Had I not gone the journalism route, I would have majored in English.
1: What type of English? Like, what would your concentration have been? Literature. Ooh, an interesting choice. Uh, choose an elective to take.
0: Art some crusty unwashed brushes band
1: engineering or chorus la 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 i like how they think we had a choice in what electives to take and chorus was one of those like clubs but they met at the end of the it was very weird at my middle school like if you did band or chorus or like sports you always got fourth block off which would have been your elective but like the rest of us kids, we were forced into art when we were forced into art. And I'm going to say art. I was a band kid,
0: so I was one of them not having to go to the other electives.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, engineering. My school did not have that. Mm, we didn't either. Choose a body spray to douse yourself in after oh, gym oh
0: I'm so excited for this one. Okay, <gasps> Okay. Oh, we my goodness. Japanese cherry blossom, a blast from the past. Axe music that was not my brand but okay. Axe Instinct also not my brand but okay or Sweet Pea body spray. Sweet Pea was my scent in middle school.
1: And Japanese cherry blossom body spray was mine.
0: Oh my god, it's like we're meant to be. Mm.
1: What's for lunch? Lunchables.
0: That was an elementary school lunch for me. Uh a sandwich and a fruit from home. Oh my god, a fruit that is so nice of y'all to think that my family would ever Those are three fruits. (laughs) (laughs) There's a whole banana and apple and grapes. That's a lot. But maybe it's not for healthy people. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Chicken nuggets from the cafeteria. Two cookies. Okay. Or a happy meal from McDonald's that your mom dropped off. That's something you would have if you went to the dentist and came back to school.
1: Yeah, but they're saying that your mom dropped it off as if it's like a recurring thing. That was not allowed at my school. My mommy would never. But some people did have, like, leftover Subway sandwiches, or they would, you know, pack the McDonald's in their lunchbox. hmm And they were like, look what I got. Yeah, it's, like, kind of cold, and the fries are really, you know, stale, but it's
0: McDonald's. I'm better than you.
1: But I was a Lunchables kid, and dang, I love those cold pizzas that seem very questionable now, but... But I wasn't, like, I only got the lunchables brands sometimes if they were on sale see we were we were that off-brand kid now i don't remember what brand these were but you know they were fine but the lunchables dang they I were will good. say
0: the chicken nugget lunchables were very questionable they were
1: nasty i never had those because that did seem very questionable to me the
0: pizza and the nachos they were the best who ate the salsa the salsa was disgusting like Mm. looking back the salsa was probably better than the cheese oh yeah um i would have been probably chicken nuggets from the cafeteria um because okay i usually brought my lunch to school which we have a whole podcast on this i'll link it um but on a chicken nugget
1: day or a pizza day girl I was the same exact way in elementary school, but I never, I stopped doing that in middle school. I just like brought my lunch every single time.
0: I think like sixth grade specifically, I remember eating in the cafeteria occasionally. I went to two middle schools, everyone, uh, Mm. because our district had it split up. So fifth and sixth was at one school, seventh and eighth was at a different. Uh, And I remember that distinctly, but in seventh and eighth grade, I think I was exclusively lunchbox. Mm. Choose a pattern duct tape to cover all your binders with. Does anybody remember duct tape bows and wallets? Oh, yeah. I had some. I had a few bows in my day. We have the mustache print, uh, truly of that time. We have pink with black polka dots. Very um, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> we have rubber duckies, but they look like the ones that you would have to, like, knock over at the fair. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Or bacon.
1: mmm because everything was bacon something during that time. Because of epic mealtime. Yeah. And like, even at Bath and Body Works or like Yankee Candle, you can get like bacon, like perfume or candles. It was very weird, but you know. I bought my very... friend
0: a bacon candle.
1: Ooh, I can't deal with that. She but... had a
0: bacon costume, though.
1: Well, that makes sense. If it's part of a personality. It was on brand for her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely would have done the mustache thing. Me too. It would
0: have been mustache or like polka dots, but to be different, I'll select polka
1: dots. Well, I hated pink in middle school. That was like my thing. I was like, I'm not not doing this girly stuff anymore. I was one of those girls, everybody. I just refused to like pink. Oh, pink Um, me. And I know that you, <laughs> I kind of was, but I don't, I actually don't think I really like pink. And also that hot pink, it's a little too much for me. I will say.
0: I do enjoy pink. Um, where's the zebra print option though? Like that would have been my actual choice. Mm. Just not here. Choose something for you and your friends to obsess over together. Oh my God. One Direction's X Factor video diaries. <laughs> okay. Uh, Glee. The Hunger Games, that was at the end of middle school for me. Like, the movie came out mm. when I was, like, transitioning out of middle school. Or Avatar, something I still have never
1: seen. Um, You know, I've seen Avatar, but it was not something that middle schoolers were obsessing over. Um, Glee, I was never a Glee kid. I saw a few episodes in high school, and it just... I think it was too much for me. It really was. But, you know... This is conflicting because me and my friends did obsess over the One Direction X Factor video diaries. And we obsessed over Hunger Games because that was in the middle of middle school. I was 7th grade. Like, I think I read all the books in the be- uh, beginning of 7th grade because the movie just came out. Everybody wanted to be Katniss Everdeen. Um, I'm going to say Hunger Games because not all my friends liked One Direction.
0: I didn't have a One Direction phase at that time, which we've all discussed. I'm different ladies. I'm renowned. I understand now. Uh, So I'm going to choose that because I feel like if I wasn't so far up Justin Bieber's crack, I would have (laughs) definitely been about One Direction.
1: Mm -hmm. Finally, what are you
0: doing after school? Going to drama rehearsal. I was never cool enough for that. I was not confident enough of myself for that. Nope. Uh, Going to practice for a sport. Okay. Uh, Hanging out with friends. How was that an option? Because you you couldn't drive.
1: You had to work it out with the parents.
0: Or doing homework. I'm going to pick
1: doing homework. Well, realistically, we were doing homework because where else were were we going? Mm -hmm. Oh, girl, this is too
0: accurate. Mine is not at all. Um, And it's very triggering that I have to read this aloud okay what is it i'm excited you used to get in trouble for grinding at your school dances i can confirm that that never happened ew i was ugly and disgusting okay so no chaperones used to keep a close eye on you because you were known for busting out some unsavory moves you even got a grinding train started at your winter formal for shame honey that
1: never happened Um, That is so opposite of what I thought you were going to get. I'm honestly appalled because that just never happened. But I think my answer is on the opposite spectrum of what you got. And it's very accurate of me. Um, You were an avid collector of silly bands. I, I was everybody. I had the Harry Potter silly bands too. And I think I still have them. You were like the silly band mob boss. (laughs) organizing trade deals in the hallway between classes and collecting only the finest bands for yourself remember when you swindled megan out of her purple giraffe band and only gave her a yellow cat in return what a fool uh jokes on them megan never got my silly bands not the two megan's that i knew i didn't know a megan
0: um and i only had like 12. wow i had a lot of silly i really did i wasn't fully invested i made my mom take me to walgreens to get some so that i could fit
1: in but i didn't care that much girl i was all in i don't remember where you got silly vans though like i think they a... were
0: kind of like everywhere
1: yeah i'm not sure I'm wow not sure.
0: katie uh, fully into her obsession me with a body that just can't be tamed god bless um i hope that you little gyrating silly bands are having the best week ever
1: and while you're having the best week ever please give us a rating give us a review tell us what you like and tell us what you don't like and follow us on twitter at courage and doll and if you don't have twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts and email us at gmail.com and subscribe Bye. bye